week's episode, Animal Crossing comes to Lego. CEOs are stepping down. And a new PlayStation is unveiled. I'm Barry. And I'm Anthony. And this is episode 119 of the Retro Gaming Dads podcast. The podcast for everything retro and retro-inspired. We've got quite a lot to cover in this episode today. Oh, we have, and quite a lot of it's very similar in nature as well. Yes. But before we do, should we say a massive thank you to our Patreon subscribers, because we've been kind of pushing them towards the back of the episodes recently. So we'll hold them up right up in front of the class and say yeah. massive thank you to Short Gizmo and Bobby Sox. Yep, I thought we'd put in spotlight today. Thank you very much. Yes. As our usual fashion, what have you been playing? Well, I have not had a chance to play anything recently. So you've been playing, was it Dark Tide? Is yes. that what you're playing at the moment? Yeah, Warhammer 40, not, not Dark Tide. Not spoil your uh, thunder and announce what you've been playing to everyone else. I did, I did have a little go on it, streamed it while I was on my lunch a couple of days ago. How did you find um, it? Because you didn't need to start in part, didn't you? It was okay. It just made me want to play Space Hulk more, to be honest. No, I, I, I can see that. The thing is, though, the starting mission is... I was just getting you into the game. Playing the actual missions themselves, really get into it. It gives a quite a bit of a different feel. I will try and give it a go. At the moment, though, I have just been absolutely rushed off my feet. So I've just not had time to play anything. I haven't even done the Sonic DLC yet. Oh, I can't believe So that shows how busy it must have been. Um, one game I have managed to kind of squeeze in there, uh, mainly during work time, is something called Guess the Dot Game. So that's the URL. It's Guess the Dot Game. And it just gives you a few screenshots well, sections of a screenshot, I should say. You've got to guess the game. Now, we were doing a few of these on our lunch the other day, weren't we? We were. And it was kind of like, we wanted to one and we thought, oh, okay, we'll do one. I'll do another yeah. one. I'll do one. I think we get to like 20 in one go. Um, um, I had a look in total. We've got through 37 of them. We're working okay. our way backwards through them. Some of them are very obscure. Uh, hard to tell. But the worst is when you know the game, you just can't think of the name. <laughs> Yeah, Lewis had a massive issue with that yesterday. Uh, yeah, we've got got a few people in work addicted on it. Uh, I think you mentioned you walked in and we're all crowded around my iPad trying to guess the game. <laughs> I walked in today. I was I was out doing a job. Came in to get some bits, and as I walked in, I could just tell that you were doing it. I was like, "Oh, here we go." And then I got invested. It took a bit longer. Yeah, to grab the bits before I left. They were quite impressed with some of the games that I got within like a split second one of the ones we went back on there was some trees and i just went contra and it was i was gutted that i didn't get the sonic adventure one straight away i looked at it and went mm, that water texture looks like it might be from sonic adventure but obviously being the big sonic fan i couldn't say sonic and it'd be wrong so i thought i'll just check the next one and as soon as i went to the next clue i can't even remember what it was well like yeah should have just put sonic adventure I think the only one that I saw and straight and knew it was was High Five Rush, which we got on one today. Which the other yes. guys again questioned us, but you, that game it was, it was such yeah, a it unique was... art style. It's hard to yes. not see it. Another one I got, and actually, in all fairness, I got it straight away, and I'm really surprised that I managed to get it. Was Soul Reaver? It was like oh, this yeah. blurry texture of a wall, and I looked through it. Mm. You know, it, it's, it looks like an old game, and it kind of looks like it could be Soul Reaver, and it was. It was like, wow, she, how'd you guess that one? I'm like, huh. The no other idea. one, I <laughs> am disappointed for you for not getting them one go, was the um, Resident Evil one. You were very close. You you kind of knew it straight off the bat. No, yes, didn't I put Resident Evil... Two, I think I yeah. bought, and, and it was Resident Evil One. Snake. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you knew it was straight away, and I was like, "Oh, that, that's annoying," because you was in the right sort of franchise for it. It just yeah. wasn't the right. It's quite um, fun. Um, we got an email from who I assume runs the website. I don't know who who said that they listened to the podcast and 
would we like to try the game? And to be honest, it, it's been quite a bit of a laugh, hasn't it? It has. So, everyone in the office does get invested. <laughs> yes. Although the thing is, anything pre like 2005, I'm straight on it. All the newer games, I'm like, oh, I haven't got a clue. Because what was that one that you got? Um, Roblox, was it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we were like, I haven't got a clue. And then one of the screenshots showing like the little you, Lego you the style characters. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. The pictures, the, the the first picture looks like one game. Second picture looked a completely mm. different one. We're like, what is going on? We got to the third one, and it wasn't until we zoomed right on the image that we saw like a little head in the bottom corner. I was like, that's Roblox. I've seen yeah. enough of Samsung playing it. And this is only because we zoomed in. Oh, it's just... Well, we still have a, about a 450 of the previous ones to work our way through. And the, it seems that they add a new game every day. Yeah. <laughs> so... I know. If anyone's interested, we'll try not to spoil any more, actually, because we've told a few answers, so yes. might be classed as cheating. But you can have a quick look. It's um, Guess the Dot Game. It is a good, fun little pastime. It is. But like you have said, I was playing Dark Tide. Ros was really enjoying it. Again, been playing a lot more Starfield. Really enjoying that game. Really enjoying it. Yeah, I see... I've just not had time to play anything. I want to do the Sonic DLC. I want to play Starfield. I obviously want to play all the Switch games that I've not touched or got very, not got very far in. Um, yeah, I've got an issue with Starfield. It's, it's, I've just hit 40 hours in the game. I think I'm still probably somewhere around 25. Mm. I've been going, I've not been doing the main missions. I've been going off doing all the different side missions, which are a lot of fun and it adds quite a lot more to the game and it really does impact the uh, environment of the game as well. Oh, so, I cannot leave a planet without getting it completely surveyed. Uh, see, I can because I know how much of a pain in the bum it will be to do that. So oh, no. I am more than happy to leave a planet. However, I can't leave a place without looting it beyond belief though. As I said earlier, I've got... Im- on my person, not just my personal ship, just on my person, I've got over 100 guns. Um, I've also got loads of spaces. I think my equipment load is over 1,000, and I can only hold, like, 240. Well, that's, so that's what we were talking about. The issue then becomes you can't find enough people with enough money to sell all yes. the weapons to. So, like, what do you do? Well, you can just throw it in your ship. just makes you don't change your ship. <laughs> well, yeah, because then it goes into your storage doesn't it? my ship is just basically a giant shipping container with engines at this point See, i just keep to... adding more pieces to it i got to a point where, where i rebuilt my ship reduced the storage containers and so now my storage is i think it's 2400 out of 1700 so i'm quite a bit over my limit <laughs> right well beyond those two you've been playing anything else you... or has that been your lot of recently no, it's just them. I, they take up a lot of time. They're great games. Both of them are. I'd definitely give them a try. If you haven't tried Dark Tide, give it a go. It is basically just Vermintide, just with 40k characters instead. Yeah. Well, another game that's been a great pastime, especially when we were all in lockdown, was Animal Crossing. And yes. Have you seen the new announcement that Lego is making a range of Animal Crossing sets? Yes, I watched the trailer earlier. Um, as of the release date of this podcast, which just comes out on the Monday after recording it, is 136 days until they come out. Yes, I did spot the countdown <laughs> and I thought, why is it so far out? So I believe these are all coming out in March. Um, March the 1st, I believe, actually. And there's five different sets. And as Lego does, it ranges in price from, well, that seems reasonable to, that oh, doesn't. <laughs> I didn't think they were that bad when I looked through them all. Well... So the cheapest one's $15, with the yes. most expensive one being $75. What is so $75 isn't that expensive, especially for Lego. I just don't think you get an awful lot for your $75. Yeah, I, I, I'm not questioning the ones at all, because I, I I must have misread the prices of them, because I didn't feel like it was that expensive, but never mind. Well, it's only that one set, so um, in terms of price, while you're looking it up, uh, there's yes. 
Julian's birthday party, $15. Yep. Bunny's outdoor activities, $20. Cap'n's island boat tour, $30. Isabel's house visit, $40. And then Nook's cranny and Rose's house. Sorry, Rosie's house, which is the $75 big one. I think I might just get, you know, if I want to get something for Samson, I'll just get a hooligan's mm. birthday house, birthday party. Give it nice and cheap. Yeah. I, they do look like nice little sets. I am interested into how come Nintendo's getting so much of their merchandise into Lego now. Money. <laughs> no, I, I as as is everything. Money. No, I know that. It's just they're really getting into it. Yeah, Mario kind of started. That's mm. a massive thing. Sonic, that's going to ease into, again, a massive thing. Same as yeah. this. Because they'll all end up being playsets that can all link together. As we know, Mario already is. Sonic, you can easily link them together to make a sort of track with this again. Yeah. So really build well, a city and environment out of it, which I know that it's aimed for Lego, but this really is playing on the fact to do that. Yeah. Well, it's obviously a moneymaker for both of them. I should yeah. say, we've had the Sonic, we've had the Mario, we're getting the Donkey Kong sets, we've had Minecraft sets. Yes. Even this has probably just come been announced so early because it's so far away that it's getting released you probably thought oh no we can't let microsoft and megablocks have the spotlight with the xbox 360 announce it early yeah but the difference is though the 360 is going you know not to england it's just being in america only i I think well it might be Uh, as far as i'm aware i've not seen anything saying this is coming to the uk yeah but it's lego why would it not why would the megablocks not because so far, it's only been announced to come out of Target. <laughs> Whereas yeah, so this currently, this has only been announced to come out in the US as well. Oh, yeah. You know you know, Lego won't be able to help bring it out everywhere. There's no reason to believe that neither of them will come out in the UK eventually. I know. With this, I feel like it's not steep. Obviously, the Nook's Cranny Razor House, yes, $75. But mm. everything else... I feel like they're reasonable price. So if you want to get it as a present for someone for the birthday, it's, yeah. it's not ridiculously expensive as what I kind of thought. Because obviously this is dollars. But you don't get a lot pounds. for your money. That's the issue. I know. They're just like the facade of the building. It's not as if it's the full buildings. It's just the facade, a couple of characters and a couple of accessories. But Lego has never been cheap. Even when I was a kid, it was no. not as expensive as it is now, but... It's always been, it's always, sorry, it's always been expensive. You look at some of the cool sets, I mean, I look at some of like Star Wars ones and the amount it costs, I'm like, nope. <laughs> no. Sorry, you said cool sets and then said Star Wars, so I just kind of got a weird Whoa. disconnect between the two of them. <laughs> Whoa. Talk about throwing shade. Yeah. Right. Well, anyway, should we stick with Nintendo and should we move on? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll go with Nintendo still. Right, go on. So, as we alluded to the other week, and again, more and more rumors are coming out for the Switch 2. We haven't got any particular details. All we know is that there's going to be two variants coming out. One variant. Potentially being... two variants. Potentially two variants. Yeah, all of this is rumor. None of this is confirmed. Yes. I would be surprised about it, though, if this is the case, because one is digital learning. Mm-hmm. A digital learning Nintendo console how well would you expect that to go with the history they've got about all the stores and everything else? <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I could say something, but it wouldn't be polite to say it. <laughs> no, very, not at all. So. Um, however, that is coming up $400. So that's pretty steep for a digital learning console. It is. Nintendo. It's a significant jump over the current Switch. Well, exactly. You got, what, You wasn't the OLED when it came out at 320 Um, I think it's about $350. So it's a fifty dollar premium on top of that, and from what we've heard re- uh, previously, it's not going to be an OLED system. No, not at all. It so they're going back to borderless. It will, you know, there will be quality life and some of the improvements that they will take. Well, no, you, you can't say the there will be. We expect that. We be. expect it. Come on. We don't. Currently, we don't even know it. if there's going to be a console coming out. Oh, like it's, ve- it's it's very likely, but. We can't say anything definitively. No. But yeah, these prices. So having two versions of this console, one a digital only, $400, and one cartridge and digital only, 
uh, sorry, cartridge and digital for an extra fifty dollars, so four hundred and fifty. What would be the point of buying digital only? <laughs> I don't know. Do you not think that it's someone difficult. who's buying this for a child would think, oh, you know what, I'll save fifty dollars? That fifty dollars could buy another game. No. <laughs> why? Because why not? You so. I guess maybe if you're purchasing a console where you don't already have the previous generation, obviously I'm assuming that they'll make it so you can use a cartridge on both the Switch and the Switch 2. Yes. So if there's a release of Switch 2 and you've already got a range of games, why would you not buy a cartridge one so it can actually use those games still? You know, you can then have a, two Switches that way. I guess digital learning is really, for me, it'll be for someone who hasn't already got a library of games with them. Yes, but don't forget, a lot of people will have a digital library, which if the cartridges are backwards compatible, I would imagine digital libraries going to it. And just because you buy a new console, yeah, we don't trust Nintendo, but lots of other people will see, oh, Nintendo, yeah. Oh, do you know what? It's 50 quid cheaper. I'll just do that and I'll buy the games online instead of cartridges, which can be easily lost or swallowed. Yeah, I'm sorry. The taste of them, there we are. No, I've I, I once put a because I was changing well, consoles. I I didn't really have a free hand. I like just placed it between my lips, and the taste of the back of the cartridge is in my mouth for ages. So there's it's people like you is why Nintendo have to put a bitter and agent into their in cartridges. It was just the whole you know. Oh yeah. Some idiot's got to put it in his mouth while he's doing something else. Swallow it, choke us, sue us. Nah. What was he doing with just mumble then? I didn't even... I said I wouldn't swallow it. No, but even with that, like, my tongue didn't even touch it. It was on my lips and my whole mouth could taste it and it was disgusting. So I can't say I try to eat cartridges very often, so I suppose it's an acquired taste. In all fairness, at least it's not Tide Pods. If I told you just put your hand in a fire, would you? No, I wouldn't. But I remember you saying, you know, if you lick the back, if the back of it tasted, I'm sure you said that you lick the back of it and it tastes disgusting. No, I said they had bittering agents in them. Oh, I can't remember what. Do you know what? Do you know what? Do you want me to eat one? Do you want me to? (laughs) Put in your tongue and let me know how it tastes. No. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, I haven't got any games that I'm willing to uh, damage potentially. But. This is worrying. So again, this ties in with something we'll talk about later on in the episode. Yeah. The, if this is true, that means all of the, well, the three main players will all have a digital only version of their console. I did listen to the podcast you and Phil did uh, the other week. And again, mm-hmm. talk about digital age, everything going digital. Obviously, with Xbox, the Series X is coming out. Um, obviously, PlayStation have a digital only con- digital console. Yeah. They've always yeah. had a digital only PS5. Now, the Switch 2, possibly as well. Mm. You know, it's we're going down this digital only future, which again, they need to do this right. If they want to have success, you know, for me, Microsoft have got me into the digital only part as it is with mm. Game Pass. So I'm already in that. PlayStation, they get in there with their library. I think they just need to pick up a bit more. Nintendo, what digital library? I know they have got um Nintendo Online, but well no, they don't the really... digital library you can buy practically well, there's more yes. digital games you can purchase than physical yes. ones for the Switch. Admittedly, like 80% of it's just shovelware. It is. Like, what can we make to, that can stick? But don't forget, even as we stand right now, it's only Nintendo that don't have a digital-only console. So yeah. Xbox, they have. You mentioned the like potential new Series X. Well, we've got Series S. Yes, PlayStation no. Five. You get the discless version of it. Well, that's what I mean, even Microsoft's already got me into it because I've got a discless Xbox. It is anyway. Yeah. So the thing with like currently. At least that is you're paying a subscription for a, an ac- uh, access to a yeah. library of games. Yes. I know your console doesn't have a disk drive on it, but at the moment we're not at a point where your 
excluded from getting physical games. Yes. If all of them have a digital-only console, then I would imagine the next generation, it'd be like, uh, do you know what? Maybe Sony and Microsoft say, we're dropping physical media now. Maybe Nintendo might hold out for a little bit longer. But it's definitely what a lot of people have feared is coming into fruition now. I reckon they would keep the ability to better buy a um, some like a, a disc attachment. What for a Switch? No, so for like Xbox. I think obviously I know they've got the Series X, but I think for like the next generation console, I think they would announce the ability to be able to buy a Blu-ray drive to attach to it. I I reckon if they bring out the next generation console they might do an accessory to play your old xbox series and xbox one games mm. but i don't think it'll be designed to play um that oh, yeah, current that next generation worth of games no 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 that's what i, I get that's what i mean sorry to you still have ability to be able to play the older games if you want to but mm. i mean how long would it be until those older games aren't played anymore well, majority, don't forget when you put the game, like 360 game into your Xbox um, One or your Xbox Series X, it doesn't play it from the disc. No, it, it downloads the entire game from the internet. So that, I don't, I, I that don't, disc I, is basically I, just a token, say, I own this game. I guess it's more fear about going to a digital only console it's yeah like only. I, th- I think it's that like by means i get it and it's gone there but i think because having physical media has been such a big part of our lives you know mo- of our whole life to then all of a sudden go do you know what no no more physical just digital it's yeah a bit of a scary concept to then drop all that and you're like wait what there's no discs can you imagine what it's going to be like for like game other stores like that was like i've well, we got- I don't know if you've been into a game recently. Last time I went in, practically, well, apart from the fact almost all the shops seem to have disappeared, they're all in a Sports mm. Direct store yes, now as a little concession. Yeah. You go in, half of it's Lego, the other half of it's plushies and toys. Yeah, well, that a lot. they sell a lot of board games, Pokemon cards. I walked exactly, away yeah. and they had Warhammer in, the sh- in there. I was like, what the yes. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen them with Warhammer in there. Um, yeah, yeah toys, accessories, and there's only like two aisles where they just have all the games down there. Well, most of it's just pre-owned games as well. There isn't many. Like, yeah, you get, there's, there's get like a shelf of new games, and then yeah. pre-owned for the others. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. For some reason, this bothers me more than when movies. You know, you used to be able to get DVDs, and now everyone watches things through Netflix. And the same with music. I think because games are more reliant on additional infrastructure and services. You know, yes. if you play The Division, you need to connect to a server to be able to play it. Yeah. If that server goes down, you can't go, oh, it doesn't matter. I'll just play the single-player portion of that game. You might be completely locked out from it. And it's that fear of losing these games... It would be nice if perhaps once a game gets so old or it's been discontinued, if maybe they had some sort of repository where they could put up the back-end server for that or maybe just somewhere where you could download a patch offline and install it that patched out the need for it to go and check the server's still available or something similar. Yeah, so it, it will turns into an offline game, so it doesn't need to register. Yeah. It, it can still play through the game. I don't think most companies are going to bother doing that. That's the problem. I don't think any will, to be honest. And it's that fear of not only, oh, I'm going to have to play games and I might lose them because the service goes down, but, well, if a developer sorry a publisher thinks oh do you know what it's, this game isn't worth it anymore we'll just completely discontinue it you can't play it at all no i know and i think that's part of, again like part of the fear and it's just a shame yeah. the fact that it is going to the point where 
because it is all just live games. Look at the amount of games. Well, yeah, to live games now. You know, and how many of them now. have died recently? Exactly. There's so many that I think so. Um, I think Square Enix has had a couple of them that they just killed off after six months. So it's just it's, there's no. I guess things that you kind of don't feel reliability to him because yeah. you just don't know when they can just go. It's not as well as you thought. We're just removing it off. Or yeah, and a few years down the line, like, okay, moving to the next game. A year or two later, oh, we shut the old server off. We're like, well, hang on, I'm still playing the old games. I still want to go to nostalgia. I enjoy it. Yes, but so it's all about them making money, isn't it? Yeah, they're not going to pay for infrastructure and servers that barely anyone use when they could use that money somewhere else better. And I understand that. And it's not that that I'm angry at. It's how they make the game so reliant on it to begin with. Yeah. Right. Well, well hang on. What? Whilst we're talking about making money, should we move on to the other companies looking to make some money? You just stole my exact transition. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah, so speaking of making money, so there's the whole Unity disaster when they would go start charging developers a fee for every install of the game. Well, there's been, quite rightly, quite a bit of backlash, and they've stepped back from it for a bit, and the CEO has stepped down. It it hasn't come out that he stepped down because of the backlash, but it's fairly obvious that. uh, Come on, what the heck were they playing at? Yeah, I do feel like, so the CEO, John, I'm going to actually just butcher this name. So, John, Ricky Sellio? Ricky Italian? I don't know. He looks Italian. John R, we'll call him. (laughs) So, um, I do feel like, I, I think he should get some of this blame. Yes. But I feel like they've kind of like pushed him in, pushed him out of the door as like the sacrificial lamb. What? Should tell, should tell, what, he, should tell what he did there before he got pushed out? Oh, he's done loads of stuff. This guy is... Oh, no, no. He decided to sell off all his shares just before he got kicked out. Oh, right. Fair enough. <laughs> so, he, so he knew it was coming. So I think it was... Yeah. About, I think it was, they, they said about two days before it, got, um, it was announced that it was, it was stepping down. He sold all oh, I was shares. I thought you were going to mention about some of the things he said in the past. There was, I can't remember what it was. It was about monetizing games by putting like in-game ads and in-game purchases and that. And he said, any developer that doesn't fill the games with microtransactions is an effing idiot. What? So he, he, he wasn't really the most loved um, CEO. I'm, in all fairness, I'm guessing. I know we spoke about this in the past, and we because he's a businessman, businessman before gamer, isn't he? Well, is he even a gamer? Is he just a businessman? Well, we haven't talked about this guy. I think you're no, we spoke about something else. Yes, but right. I, I'm, I'm wondering. We spoke about other, like you know, we spoke about yeah um, for them. Unity, getting it out, getting people to use it, and then. Getting them to sell games, which then they take a cut of, is how they make money. Yes. So just really quickly, because we didn't actually talk about this in the podcast. They were looking to charge up to 20 cents, which is about 16 pence per install of a game. Now, the worry was that someone might install the game multiple times. So you go get charged multiple times. They said... Well, technically, yeah, but we will keep track of it. And then more of a worry was you get review bombs on games now. You know, a developer might say something people don't agree with, so they review bomb it. What's to stop them buying it and just installing it over and over and over? Exactly. To... Absolutely racking it up. and then it just, Exactly. In the end, the game developers have got, well, they've made no money on it. Yes. And it's it's already hard enough for game developers. You hear about these indie companies where someone will go on and they'll buy the game and then refund it within like the two hour window. Yeah, just and 
not only obviously they haven't got that sale, but because they do a car chargeback, they have to pay that charge. So they end up losing money to refund you your money. But no, no, they so Unity as I mean, just talk about the decision they made was a shot in the foot. They've really shot themselves in the foot because the amount of developers who have jumped ship now because shot themselves in the foot, shot themselves well, in the head. Do you know? Well, we we talk about it today. We wouldn't be surprised if they didn't recover from this because the amount of developers that have left, yes. gone somewhere else, and a lot of them said it's too little, too late. They made a decision. We've gone somewhere else now because we don't agree with it, mm-hmm. and they, the Unity have gone. Look, come on back. We've, we've decided we made changes. They've gone. No, we can't trust you. We've left. What? Well, no, yeah, Vampire that's... Survivors. They developed for Vampire Survivors. They left, and but what they decided is they decided to, in protest, donate money to other um, <laughs> to other places <laughs> instead of paying it to them. That's that's the main thing. Not the. They've obviously lost money because people have jumped ship. Yes. It's going to be the reputation that's been damaged the most. Because I, I mess around in Unity. Yeah. Like, just go on, double around. I'm never going to make a game, so this will never affect me. However, I'm now thinking, mm, well, should I start dabbling around in something else? Like, I don't know, Games Maker or Unreal Engine? Because... If enough people jump ship, Unity may not be updated or may not be as up to date because yeah. obviously they're going to lose revenue from it. So where's the incentive to add new features in? Well, with this, because I was having a quick look. So I thought I'll, I'll see if it's made a difference to their stocks, funny enough. So when they made the announcement to they were going to change, and I think it was September that they announced about the change in pricing. Yeah, yeah, I think it was towards the beginning of the month. Yeah, so it was £38.97 per share. As of today, it's gone down to £28.90. Oh, so it's like a quarter off. It's took a massive hit since then because, you know, the amount of... Everyone's protests against it. Everyone's... Mm. Um, what's the other word? Protest and... I can't remember the word is now. Boycotting. Yeah, boycotting is, is definitely it. Um... Because they just don't, yeah. So yeah, that's right. Protesting, and boycotting because no one agrees with it. The way that he did it as well was very well. The way they did it was quite heartless, and mm. it got to the point where they actually had to shut some of the officers due to they were getting death threats to some of the staff and to the to the company. <laughs> See, I don't, Which, obviously, I don't far. condone or no. agree with that. No, um, that's way too far. But the fact that obviously some would feel. That passionate about it, which again should never go that far ever. But yeah, they've obviously lost a lot of trust with the community with making these decisions. Mm. And that's the thing; it's not as if Unity was like the big dog in the um, game engine world. They they were big, but they were still yeah. somewhat niche. Isn't that what um, Assassin's Creed's made on? No, no, there is a game called Assassin's Creed Unity, though. It's oh, okay. it's not made on the Unity engine, as far as I'm aware. I, I do think there's... I can't think of any off the top of my head, but there's plenty of games that we play that have been made in it. Yeah, I do remember seeing it in quite a few games. Yeah. But <sighs> the fees come into effect as of the 1st of January. So they, they do. They have rolled back a few of them. I believe that if you're on the personal plan, that they won't charge you these fees until you hit a million dollars worth of revenue yep. rather than rather than I think it was originally a hundred thousand and then they upped it to two hundred thousand. What they've also announced because they were going to do it for all games that have already been made and future games. They yes. said it's only for future games now. Yes, it's not only is it for future games. It's only for people who make a game and use the next long-term evolution version of yeah. Unity. Um, so whatever the, the next major update is, if you stay on the current version, you will stay with the current pricing structure, which I believe is um, 2.5% of revenue over a certain amount. Okay. I, I might be wrong on that, but it's it's not this cost per install that we're talking about at the moment. 
But that that means if you wanted to take advantage of that, that's fine for the next year or so. But you tying yourself to an older version of the engine. Yes, at some point you will have to upgrade to the newer version. Yeah. Well, going from one CEO stepping down to another, our friend and <laughs> fallen in the side of Microsoft, oh. Jim Ryan is leaving Sony Computer Entertainment. Yes. So it's been uh, 28 years. So I look at it. He's been with the Sony for 28 years. Yeah. And he decided to, to decided decided to retire in March uh, next year. Yes. So he's, so he's, he's retiring, you know, not getting kicked out. However, it is very suspicious. No, no. Well, no, I don't think it's suspicious. I think, obviously, he's been a big proponent against the uh, Microsoft merger. Activision merger. Yeah. On what appears at times to be just Call of Duty. Yes. He's... I'm trying to think this... of a nice... Go on. Go on. No, a nice what, sorry. I'm trying to think of a nice way to put it, but I don't even think a lot of Sony fans are... I'm not saying that they hate him, but are keen on him. And he, we've mentioned Let's this in the past as well. Let's say he won't be missed. Is that the way you want to put it? No, I'm sure he will be missed. Um, but he's definitely, as you were saying earlier, a businessman rather than a gamer who's in that position. Yes. How many times have we talked about him? Like he said, I don't understand why people want to play old games. Why play Gran, Tur uh, Gran Turismo 1 and 2 on the PlayStation yeah. if you could just play the greatest one in VR? Honestly, it's one of those where like, you've got, again, and, and I'm sorry to say, it's, it's just because he's, he's a breath of fresh air to what we've had before. You know, Phil Spencer came in for Microsoft. Yeah. And because he's a gamer first, and then he's the business, it's kind of, helped more decisions for the gamer side and i hope I, i'll be completely honest i do hope sony has the same aspect where that again they've got someone yes similar to phil spencer who will work with him can you imagine if you had someone who actually worked with phil spencer to try and help push forward? oh yeah I, imagine that this you'd have maybe game pass for playstation owners maybe if someone who's got an xbox wants to play the new God of War, they can sign up for PlayStation Plus Premium or something and stream it to the console. I don't know. It, I'd say the borders of different games companies now are getting very blurred. We've yes. got games on the Xbox that boot up, say, in PlayStation Studios. We've got games on switch and playstation that say microsoft studios or give Soon. you xbox achievements I was about to say all the activision games say xbox are the launch on any console well no they might not necessarily they might oh, just yeah. still say activision but minecraft for example yes you play that on the switch you get xbox achievements i think you know and to be able to have this cross playability which you know it'd be great if places you could join in you, you know how often do we um, play online with the guys at work on their PC from our Xbox? And if Sony could then yeah. a PlayStation players joining, because we've got a lot of games. A lot of games do. It's not as bad as it used to be. Oh, there okay. are still so some better. games. Yeah, it's get it's get it is getting much better. But you've just gotta remember they're just trying to protect the user base against yes. those evil, evil, disgusting switch owners. <laughs> that that that's I'm sure that's actually something that Jim Ryan said at one point. I think he did say Microsoft and Switch owners, but you're like, uh, Microsoft, yeah, I can kind of see where you're coming from with that one, but Switch? Maybe not. I think part of, with this Activision Blizzard merger that he sort of stepped in for, because he was such a big staple in that against against it. Um, and I think kind of, they kind of shot themselves in the foot with the deal that they got because of the unwillingness he was putting towards to ex accept the deal yeah. from Microsoft in the first place. They were quite stubborn. Yeah, and, you know, not, don't go, I, I I wish he'd go and chosen a deal sooner. I wish things could have changed. You know, I think if they just had someone who is more into the gaming and yes. is a gamer themselves, because I'm fairly certain a lot of PlayStation owners would love to have more of the older games on the system to play that they grow up playing. I they would. It's definitely a feature that should be there. I should be for PlayStation Plus. 
PlayStation Plus was introducing all these old games and it barely gets any new, well, I say new, new old games added to the service. When it was first announced, I was like, mm, you know, if there was enough PlayStation 1 classic titles on there, I might yeah. look at it. But yeah, no, but again, the, it feels like wasted the, opportunity. Well, it does. Like we spoke about previously, the um, PlayStation handheld is coming out. Can't what it's called. The portal. It's not really a handheld. It's just an accessory for the PS5. No, exactly. But, you know, if someone else came in this year and went, I want PlayStation Plus on that, get it done. Make it so. That, it that's is. if it supports it, though. No, no, I know, but it I might not even be able to support if it have, anymore. If you'd have had maybe a game as forefront CEO, if it was put to him, be like, oh, why would you not put mm. the ability in there? Why would you? Why would they not set that up as a something to be sort of a selling point for it? Because I think, well, if we're going had, off topic, yeah, with all these bits, I think though, from what he said, it sounds like he wasn't happy in this role. So yeah. he's only been in the role since um, twenty nineteen. Yeah. So he's had a he's had a hard time at it. Releasing the PlayStation Five, it was getting bought up by scalpers. Oh, they just couldn't produce enough of them. We had the whole global pandemic. So he has had a rough run in his time as CEO for yeah. Sony Interactive Entertainment, but. His, he has a fantastic reason for why he does want to step down and retire. Yes. He lives in Europe. However, he has to commute to the US. I, I moan about well, my commute in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I I hold my hands off. He, he wins. He wins without a doubt. I don't know. It depends on I can understand. I might, I, I might be able to put up with that commute. <laughs> I don't know. I think maybe to a point for a few years oh, you could no. do it, but you might just want to Not a long -term relax, thing. miss family. Yes. I couldn't see it in the uh, article that I read about it, but I'm sure I heard that he was saying not only is it working in the US while he lives in Europe that's the issue, but he has to go to Tokyo an awful lot or Japan an awful lot. I can't quite remember what he was saying. Mm. So... Maybe it's just homesick, and I cannot fault someone for that. No, no, not at all. No. And you know, looking like he's done the best that he can do with the in the position he was in. Yes, and like you said, especially with the launch of the console, just because of the yes. scalpers. Well, and the global pandemic, probably more the pandemic, if I'm being honest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that too. It's going to bring some changes to PlayStation. Yes. So we'll. We're going to get um, an int. Um, I can't remember Interim. who it is. Someone's got yes. Yeah, someone's got step in. I can't remember who it was. Now I did again. I read it earlier. I've not put it in the notes. And they will finalize someone for next year. It's the owner of Sony. I can't remember his name though. I remember reading it as well. Oh well, he's, he's, he's yeah the guy. He's over in Tokyo, Japan. He's in the yes. So we'll see who the new. CEO is next year, I would imagine. But it's not the only change coming to PlayStation. No, they have now unveiled their new PS5 Slim. Yeah. I want to question why they always have to release a big, chunky PlayStation and then release a Slim later on. Well, you're not going to release a nice, slim, sleek console and go, oh yeah, we're bringing out a new version. It's like a breeze block. I know, but why even bring out the breeze block if they could have done the slim in the first place? I think you're forgetting that this is three years since the original console released. I Technology's moved on a lot in that time. Sony have realized that they can cut out 99% of that heat sink and it still works. So. Hey, look, okay. <laughs> if Microsoft could fit a console into what they've got now, surely Sony could have done the same thing. Well, yeah, but remember the old xbox one yes there was oh, so much empty no, space in that the because VCR. they was yeah because they were so worried about getting a repeat of the red ring of death like oh. power supplies external loads of ventilation a massive fan i mean no fairness i'd rather have that over the red ring of death any day <laughs> However, you'd rather have the red ring of death no i said i'd rather take that over the red oh ring yeah of death. yeah yeah absolutely however i could have done without the um the touch 
power button. You know, that could have... Oh, uh, could have yeah. Been. Anything brushes against it, that's it. Game over. Quite literally. But well, I... the new console, it's yeah. 30% smaller in volume it... than the original one. And I think it was 14 or 28% lighter, depending on which version you're comparing it against. It still looks like a router, but yeah. It does, but it looks like a normal-sized router, I guess. <laughs> nah, actually, saying that, it's probably still, still quite large. And I think they're doing this, again, cost-saving. So yes. it's now modular. So if you buy it, essentially, there's only one version of this console. There is the digital-only version, but you can either buy it as is or with an optical drive. Yep. And I do believe there's going to be a bundle that includes the optical drive for a little bit cheaper because they're looking at £100 for this drive. They are. So it's pretty expensive. Um, mm. Have you? It looks quite easy to be able to replace it to the optical drive as well. You just remove a panel and it's it looks on the side. Yeah, it looks like it just snaps in and that's it, you're done. Yeah, there I, are I, a couple of other changes as well. So they've got rid of the USB-A port on the front and you've just yeah. got two USB-C instead of one A and one C. As we Based mentioned, on... it is it is smaller. It is, and they've also decided to increase the storage from the bizarre eight two five to a terabyte. Yeah, so yeah, so you're getting best part of two hundred gig extra there. So, and they're keeping the same price as the current discless version of the PlayStation yes. Five. So it's not going up in price, at least. A design choice, though. The what, panel the has a... Well, no, I'm not too bothered about the slit. It kind of gives it a, a bit of definition. Yeah, it does. But the top part above that slit, the plastic is glossy. The bottom is matte. Why? Why? No, exactly. What's Going back to the Xbox One, that was half glossy and half matte. And, and those consoles... And you would see the difference. I, I think... Exactly. The lights turned on. It won't probably shiny. Part won't be in it. It'll. I'll see the comment. It'll stress me out. Half your console looks fine. Ten yeah. years later, looks fine. The other half looks Stress like someone's open. gone at it with a Brillo pad or something. It looks terrible. Glossy plastic on consumer electronics look no. nice in renders, are absolutely impractical in in people's homes. Ah, oh, no, it is ridiculous. Um, mm. One night, it does come with a vertical stand, at least that's the thing that comes in as a feature. Oh, I yeah, think. but if you want the horizontal stand... Yeah, I was getting to that one. Yeah, you have to pay for it. And also, when, it just looks like a little spring-loaded... I don't know what it looks like. It just looks weird. Well, yeah, I believe the existing PlayStation 5, the stand works whether it's horizontal or vertical, as far as I believe. Um, if you want your play, your new oh yeah, that's the name as well. The new PlayStation Five. I didn't know this was called the new PlayStation Five. I thought it was yeah, like PS Five Slim. The ref, no, they're referring to it as the new PlayStation no, Five. I, so I, I don't I, know if this I, is like a a new 3DS or you know 3DS XL sort of thing. Yeah, it's fifty pounds anyway for the offer <laughs> stand. So no, it's, nah. No, it's £25 for the uh, vertical stand. Oh, I thought it was sort of £49. Nah, it's twenty. It's 25 I'm only looking at earlier. Right. But if you see what it looks like, though. Yes. It, it's it's about, I don't know, it's about that big. Yeah. It, it's, it's like a cuboid. It's, it's, it's that cuboid shape. Um, I'd say that. Someone will 3D print these for, like, like, for much cheaper. Two in, one to two inches tall, maybe. It, mm. it's, it's tiny. It, it's already getting a lot of stick for it because £25 yeah. for this little piece of plastic. You know. Or just <laughs> don't stand on the disc side. Just or make, I don't know. I don't see why you can't stand it without the kickstand. Well, because it's... Look at the shape of it. There's not a flat edge what, on this thing. Yeah, exactly. It'll just, it'll just rock about on your TV cabinet or wherever you've got it. Why should TV rock is my question. No, this would rock around on your TV cabinet. There's no flat edge on it. Now, they have announced that that's it. The current PlayStation 5, it's done. So once they've run out of stock, that's it. It's gone. 
Oh, they're not producing any more at all? Not the current PlayStation 5. No, only the new version. Which is quite worrying because it was only, what, three, four weeks ago they announced a whole new range of covers for it. There's the Spider-Man PlayStation 5 console. So now you've got a choice. Mm, Do I get the Spider-Man edition of the old PlayStation or buy the new one? They will be releasing consoles. Uh, sorry, consoles. They're oh, releasing sorry. new ones for the new console as well. Like. Yeah, sorry. That's what was £49. Yes, £49. Sorry. Pounds. But yes, you're right. Um, yeah, I knew I saw, that, saw it somewhere. Yeah, so so far they've come in for Volcanic Red, Cobalt Blue and Sterling Silver. Uh, but more will be released in the future, they said. Well, they're the exact four colours that they released for the PlayStation 5. Well, yeah, why release different colors for now? Just use the same ones. Just no, why, bo- why bother releasing them for the PlayStation 5 if a month later you're going to announce that it's exactly. discontinued? My question is, though, are they still going to have the same way? It's going to be half matte, half glossy? Because <laughs> it'll be four oh, separate panels. Yeah. No, oh, they, they probably panel. will. They probably will just keep the aesthetics the same. Yeah, but, but then also, how do you know which casing to get? Because say you have a disc version or a disc version. Well, I would imagine that they're going to come with both. Three panels are going to be identical across yeah. both types. And I would imagine either they'd sell it with the disc version of the panel or the discless so version, the version you or you just get all five panels in one bundle, perhaps. Yeah, It's, it's only yeah. a chunk of plastic at the end of the day, isn't it? Yeah. It's a moulding. Mm. They spent £45 on, but you know. Well... I, to be honest, I still don't like the design. The, it looks like someone's got the collar up too high. I don't like the gloss and matte mixture. Hopefully, when we get the revision of the Xbox, it might look a little bit nicer than this, what, but maybe I'm a bit biased. Yeah, I, I think that'll look cool. I think it'll look cool. In all fairness, I like the current Series Q, 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 just... <laughs> Yeah. Oh, no, I would much more prefer a GameCube sort of uh, console, but uh, too much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I think that's it for this episode. I'd say we had quite a lot of things to go through, didn't we? We did. Uh, covers. Yeah, we had a lot to go through, ups and downs. But I think that is it for this episode. And mm-hmm. if you find, if you'd like to find out more about anything mentioned, you can view the full show notes at retrogamingdads.co.uk. We have been a Retro Gaming Dads, and we'll see you next time.